It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. Sponsored by Franchise Intellect, a full-service franchise consulting and development firm. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Social Joey, the social media experts that provide a hyper-local presence for your franchise. More info at SocialJoey.com. And now, here's your host, Pam Curry. Hello. Welcome to the Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, Just... uh, here in the new studio. Do I call it the new studio? And yes, we've got a new look for those of you that are, uh, watching us online and actually able to see us visually. Uh, and hello there. Um, I call it the, the new look is the today show. <laughs> well, first, let me just say, uh, welcome to our guest today. Um, this is Pamela Curry, host of Franchise Business Radio Show, and we have a couple of great guests. Uh, we do have a virtual guest. Welcome to the world of being virtual, right? Victoria Murray, who is the regional director of Open Works. Uh, in addition to that, we have Jack Munson with Kigo, and we also have one of our co-hosts and sponsors, Ken with Social Joey. Hey, everybody. Hey, good morning, Pam. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Uh, Well, let's do this. Um, Victoria, I I wish you were in the studio with us, but we're really excited to have you part of the program uh, virtually and um, definitely looking forward to learning a little bit more about Open Works. Uh, What I'd like to do is just share with our listeners who is Open Works and then have you share a little bit more about um, yourself and uh, just talk about a couple specific topics that would be interesting to those that are listening. Does that sound good? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Uh, uh, well, Open Works is a leading national commercial cleaning and facility services company, uh, actually established in Phoenix, Arizona in 1983. Uh, with an enduring commitment to provide customers with the best-in-class janitorial and facility services. OpenWorks is focused on initiatives that improve their customers' results by consistently making their facilities cleaner, safer, and healthier, creating a more productive workplace for their customers. I guess, and it's my understanding that through your franchise owners, as well as your preferred partners, OpenWorks serves more than 2,500 facilities each day across the U.S. Wow. Uh, and you also offer simple cleaning and maintenance. Um, basically, on a fundamental level, you improve the work environment, uh, and your services include janitorial, oh, landscape maintenance, pest control, handyman, supply management, and much more. Uh, Victoria, that is a lot. Uh, uh, before we dive into some specifics around Open Works, tell us a little bit about your role. You are the regional director. What do you do with Open Works? Yeah, so my role as the regional director is to focus more on the micro level of the city, right? So making sure that our sales team that we have in-house here in our office is growing uh, to sustain the the growth of our franchise partners and demand as well. So it's overseeing the operations, the sales team, and ultimately the training and development of our franchise partners to ensure uh, multi-level success so that we can grow at the same pace organically. 
Very nice. And it sounds like you wear a couple of different hats, which is very common in the franchise, at the franchise or <laughs> <Yes>. level. <laughs> uh, right. So how, how do you describe the open works franchise to a prospective franchisee? You already said that you're, you're helping with the development, the training, the support. If I were a prospective franchisee, how would the open works franchise be described to me? Well, it's actually a pretty simple concept. You know, with partnering through OpenWorks, you're definitely in business for yourself, right? But not necessarily by yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have that partner to provide you with the support and structure that you need to reach your own entrepreneurial goals within commercial cleaning. So uh, as an organization, I mean, we do provide our franchise partners with the back office support necessary to help them uh, do their best in their field. So we focus on finding the new customers with our sales efforts. Uh, We have an account management team in-house as well to assist our franchise partners with customer retention, which is a huge key to our business. Mm. And then we also have an amazing uh, back office and administrative support that can help with things like customer service, billing, invoicing, collections, and a training program to ensure that our franchise partners are ultimately successful. I always just tell prospective franchisees um, that their number one job is to focus on the quality of service and the cl- and the cleaning that the buildings are seeing on the customer-facing side and creating relationships with the point of contact to ensure that they're happy. And if they can do those things, we can really support them throughout the rest of their business. Well, you know what? you I, I think you really hit on a lot of things there because I like to refer to something called the entrepreneur myth, right? Uh, people get very excited about a particular business, but there are a lot of different hats that are to be worn in any business. Uh, and it's uh, would you would you say it's safe to say that when you think of janitorial services, it's not what someone would say, oh, that's the business I want to get into. Would that be? Off the top of your head, it's not a sexy business, right? right? Yeah, Yeah, it's not necessarily, you know, the top of of someone's mind, but, um, you know, it does really have the necessity for customers where it's, you know, definitely a long-term sustainable business model. So Exactly. And that and that you, that's exactly the point I'm trying to make is is really as a prospective franchisee what you're getting into is the opportunity to license those proven methods and work with a business model that uh there is a, a need and and actually it's really nice about the janitorial services uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or add to this. This is, uh, it's a kind of business and a business model that's not a, uh, want to have. It is a need to have, which really makes it sustainable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, from a customer facing perspective, I mean, if you're opening any business, you know, you're thinking about how am I going to generate the revenue, right? And our mm-hmm. customers aspect, you know, facing with them, it is a necessity. It's a more cost effective for them to outsource their cleaning to organizations like OpenWorks. Um, and I think our industry projected growth is near, I think, $175 billion for the next three years. Wow. So um, I think statistically that's about a 6.6% growth rate over the last 10 years. So it's definitely not facing a downturn, which is a positive. <laughs> Absolutely. So what, what are the top three reasons someone uh, would choose an OpenWorks franchise? I think that's a really great question, right? Because there are definitely 
a multitude of commercial cleaning franchise opportunities out there, but I think that the few key items that make them different makes all of the difference, right? And so, number one, um, unlike most franchise concepts, OpenWorks provides its franchisees with customers. Mm -hmm. So, there's no selling required or the necessity to find your own business. You know, if you are interested in that sales aspect, 100% we can work with you. However, um, there's a difference between wanting to be involved and needing to be involved, right? So um, I think that that's probably the number one uh, perk. Second reason would be the low cost of entry uh, to purchase the franchise to get started. And then also included in that cost of entry, we do provide the training and the equipment necessary to service the accounts. Uh, that also comes with, like I mentioned before, the back office support so our franchise partners can focus on the things that matter most, keeping their accounts clean and building the relationship with the customer. So those are probably the top three um, off the bat that I can think of as a positive because naturally when you're looking to go into business, you want to know, again, um, you know, how am I going to gain my revenue? You know, what does it cost for my ROI off the bat? And then am I going to be successful from the jump? And with our training programs, I really feel like we cover all three of those aspects. Excellent. Yeah, um, all you know, customer acquisition, uh, nice low cost of entry, and the ability to have the equipment to to achieve what you're trying to achieve uh, and not have to worry about those things. Like you said, so you can focus on keeping accounts clean and your return on investment. Uh, well said. Absolutely. Uh, what, so what, what's kind of, I kind of like to step back sometimes and take a look at the individual that is considering franchise ownership. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it can get very confusing out there, right? There are over 3,000 concepts, over 75 different industry categories. Uh, and you are in a water with no no rudder sometimes. You're going, okay, which way do I go? What, what would be your best advice for someone uh, to... Who is, who is actually looking for a franchise and some of the challenges that they might encounter? Well, I think that that's a great question. Um, personally, and I mean, I tell every prospective franchisee that comes in for a disclosure this, do your research first, right? Um, ideally, at least with OpenWorks, we want you to find the right fit, even you know, even if that's not with us, because ultimately the partnership that clicks between OpenWorks and prospective franchisees is the right one. So do your research first and meet with the franchise companies. Mm-hmm. Bring a list of questions um, and what it would be like to partner with that specific organization. Excellent. And, I mean, I do recommend going to more than one uh perspective meeting, really get a sampling and feel the feel the energy within their office when you're meeting with that person. Chances are that the individual that you're meeting with to learn about the franchise, um, such as like myself, if you were to come in for open works, you have to really connect with that person because <laughs> we do work very closely together as we collectively try to scale your business and hit your goals. So, mm-hmm. you know, your relationship with customer facing is just as important as you feel with the organization you're partnering with. Mm-hmm. So definitely do your research, bring your questions, and then really be conscious of your connection while in that meeting and see if it's the right fit for you. 
Great advice. And, and, and can I just share, uh, you know, just to, to further add to that, in just having different franchisors that have been on the show, universally, they say, research, 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 do your due diligence. And you hit on a really, right, and you hit on a really important topic here, which is the fact that you're moving into a business relationship, and uh, you want to make sure that you connect to use your work. Uh, and make sure it, it, it is really a good fit. Meet with them, understand their business, come in with questions. Uh, and there's two sides of that equation, right? So as a prospective franchisee, they're coming in uh, to learn more about you and do that due diligence. And in addition to that, you need to make sure whether or not you want to award a franchise to, to that, right? So what, what types of characteristics do you look for in a franchisee? That's a great question. I mean, I do look for a couple of different things when identifying new franchise partners. First and foremost is do they have the ability to focus on the customer service and relationship building? So as much as I'm trying to connect with them, I'm also evaluating their openness to connect with me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because even if they haven't yet started their franchisee, they are representing their business already as themselves, Right. So um, definitely their openness with the, you know, relationship connection and customer service. And it's imperative, obviously, in the cleaning industry, because if the customers like like you, they are more willing to stay with you or, you know, work with you as your company develops. So secondly, is do they have the hunger to learn? So we don't require our franchise partners to have experience. And I meet with a multitude of people, individuals that are completely new to the industry, to people that you know, already have an organization and they're just looking to to scale their growth, but they do need, even without the experience, to learn how to to do the cleaning quickly and efficiently to move through their customers' buildings and cleaning the space according to the scope of work. So customer service, definitely relationship building ability, and then the willingness to learn. Are they passionate about the idea of owning their business? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so speaking okay. Uh, along those lines, passionate about owning your own business, um, obviously, you've brought up more than once training, very important for a mm-hmm. franchisee. Uh, first, kind of touch on, for, for anyone that's considering this business, what is training and what is a typical day like for your open work franchisee is two-part question. Okay, absolutely. So our training begins, we have three different training programs for new franchise partners. Uh, they're called First Works, Skill Works, and then Business Works. In First Works, it's the initial training. We It's two-part. Uh, we begin with classroom-style training where we focus on teaching franchisees cleaning techniques, OSHA standards, chemicals, relationship building with new customers. Um, skill Works is in the field. So then we do practical training, hands-on, so they can use the knowledge that they've learned in the classroom and ultimately they can be side-by-side with us because you're going to have questions that you just couldn't possibly form in a classroom setting. And this section does also include floor work training, such as learning how to scrub and recoat or towel scrub, strip and wax, et cetera. 
Um, we also do that quarterly so as a refresher for our other franchise partners, uh, really for two reasons. One, so they can continue to learn. And then the second one is so they can network, right, with other franchise partners within their metro area. It is, you know, it, sometimes you can know other business owners, but to know a business owner within your same industry really does make a difference, right? Absolutely. Um, our Third training with Business Works is a training that we enter them in after six months of owning their franchise so they can really get their consistency and feet wet in their practical. And this training is designed to help franchise partners scale beyond being an owner-operator. So how to grow past them or their group that they started with to take it to the next level. Uh, a typical day, your second part of your question, a typical day for yes. our franchise partners, you know, most of our franchise partners clean at night. So I imagine their mornings are spent <laughs> sleeping in or preparing their day around their own household. But once they're ready to go, um, often they're invited by our operations team, our district managers, to come with them into the field to do customer site walks and visits. So during this time, they can review the cleaning that's being done. Again, be customer facing to build those relationships and hear those expectations. And then we're also able to hold ourselves accountable, you know, to the scope of work, inspecting what they expect, right? Absolutely. And, you know, from then they might have a break uh, before they start cleaning their customer buildings later in the evening. I mean, most of our customers want us to come in after they close. So in that case, it would start, you know, maybe around 5 or 6 p.m. in the evening. That, uh, wow. Do you know what? That gives you a really good, I guess, scope of, of just the day in the life of a OpenWorks franchisee. Uh, I also want to go back to something else you said, which is they have to be passionate about the business model, right? It's about mm -hmm. uh, the business model doesn't work. Uh, and I think that holds true for any aspiring entrepreneur. What mm -hmm. advice would you give? to an as aspiring entrepreneur who is looking to buy a franchise? I would obviously tap into a few different aspects. Okay. You know, what are some things that you would generally enjoy? What are the hours, right, that you are looking to facilitate your business? You know, as an entrepreneur, the clock doesn't stop, right? You're <laughs> right. consistently running your business. And yes. so, you know, if you were to look into a commercial cleaning franchise, for an example, as I mentioned earlier, majority of your cleaning is done after hours. So mm -hmm. is that sustainable for your lifestyle to work in the evenings and have free time during the day? Mm -hmm. Does that work for you? Does that work for your family? Um, and is it something that you can see long-term vision-wise growth with, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to scale past um, being an owner-operator from your business into having employees and, and managing the organization? For example, with OpenWorks, um, you had actually mentioned a really good point in it being a two-fold relationship. It has to be as much of a, you know, of a connection for them as it is for us, mm -hmm. and specifically what you know, what's a little different about our opportunity is that we are not looking for, you know, the come one, come all in, in our franchisees. Uh, we would definitely rather have quality over quantity mm -hmm. so that our franchise partners are better um, supported really from us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think those are all things to consider uh, in general when looking into to open a business. Is, is it going to work for 
your lifestyle and where you envision yourself going. Excellent advice. Excellent. Uh, Victoria, can I ask if someone wanted to reach you, what would be the best way to do that? To reach us? Yes. Uh, well, we are on, uh, obviously, we're all online. Each one of our markets that we support is on openworksweb.com. They can uh, enter their prospective city or openworksweb.com backslash Atlanta. Uh, we're also on um, LinkedIn and Facebook. It's quite easy to get in connection with us if you're looking to talk. <laughs> and Victoria, really quick, because I, I know you're virtual. Where are you in the country? Where are you calling in from? I am actually in Austin, Texas. Oh, um, that is the market that I look over, but I am a senior regional director. So I do help our other markets nationally um, with their growth and development. So very familiar with Atlanta and the Buckhead area. When you were speaking to me and describing your office, I can vision what it looks like. Absolutely. So. And, and we have to say, we got to give a shout out to your uh, Atlanta franchisees, right? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. They're great. And our regional director there, his name is Zach. He is one of the most just genuine and caring individuals, you know, probably on our team. Don't tell the other markets, but he is really <laughs> um, such a pleasure to work with. Uh, we actually had a meeting um, at our corporate last week and he ran uh, a section and won uh, our Open Works Award for the meeting. So oh, you're wow. definitely in good hands in Atlanta. Mm, excellent. Woo, can we get some applause? <laughs> That's a shout out. A shout out there. <laughs> well, let me, I, I do want to make sure our listeners know how to get in touch with you if they would like to learn a little bit more about becoming a, a franchise with Open Works. Um, I do have one of your sites is openworksfranchise.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, is, uh, do you dare, is there a general number we should hand out for those that are listening? Um, yes, we do have a general number if they do go on the openworksfranchise.com and it'll actually, from where you're calling in, it'll redirect you to, um, the specific market that's Perfect. most relevant to you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Victoria, I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to meet you virtually. I look forward to meeting you face to face. And again, um, if you would just please give the best way to reach you your contact information for those that are listening. You have a chance to have yeah, a pen and paper. <laughs> Absolutely. If they go ahead and call into 855-669-4389, again, that's 855-669-4389 or openworksfranchise.com, um, they can reach any one of our specific markets uh, that we support nationally. Excellent. Thank you, Victoria. Uh, uh, Ken, Ken and Jack, you want to say hello to Victoria? Hey, Victoria. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing really well. Thank you guys for uh, having me on the show. This was great. We wish you were here in in foggy Buckhead. Victoria, great to, to meet you uh, in this format and some great information there. We learned about OpenWorks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Thank you. If you can hang with us, Victoria, please do. If not, we understand that as well. Uh, but we do have another guest in the studio that we would like to get to know. Hi, Jack. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Atlanta. Great to be back. <laughs> Great to be back. 
And, and Jack, uh, Jack Munson, he is, uh, let me just say a thought leader in social media, uh, and is director of digital strategy with Kigo. And you've been there for two years. Yes. Yes. Two years. Okay. For just a little bit of fun, Kigo, how do you spell that? Q I I G O. Okay. Is there a story behind the name? There are many stories behind the name. Um, I'm not sure I'm at liberty to tell you which one is true, but it could be French. <laughs> it could be uh, many other things, but um, you know, mostly we just like the name. We like the cue and we like the imagery of a key because when it comes to unlocking the secrets of digital marketing, mm-hmm. we love that imagery of the key. And, and it's just a, it's a fun name to say. <laughs> it definitely is. It's got a ring to it for sure. So, so Jack, as a thought leader in social media and really in that space, which is is really a mystery, yes. right, to so many of us. I'm I'm really excited to learn more about that. But but you do more than that. You are actually the host of Social Geek Radio. Yeah, it's um it's something uh, near and dear to my heart. I started uh, many many years ago in uh, in uh, uh, terrestrial radio back when there was such a thing. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and we started Social Geek Radio about seven years ago. My, my co-host, Deb Evans, started it, and I joined her a couple years later. Um, and we talk once a week with industry leaders from the franchising space, typically. But we're really talking about digital marketing trends, technology trends. What are some of the great brands out there doing to drive business and, and create awareness and, and um, sharing all of their geeky secrets with us there? So we do that once a week. Um, and, uh, and you can check us out at socialgeekradio.com. Absolutely. And do you know what? I just realized, uh, I'm having, it's one degree of separation. I know Deb. Wow. Who doesn't? Right? <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. And actually I have seen her speak. She is excellent. Yes. And so Deb, shout out to you. Hi, Deb. Uh, from Franchise Business Radio. This is Pamela Curry. <laughs> we, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Kiko. Yeah. Uh, What's Kiko about? I mean, what kind of services do you provide? It's all types of digital marketing services, primarily focused on franchising. Okay. So um, we work with 99% of our clients are, are franchises. Mm-hmm. So we work with both the franchisor and the franchisees on many different things. Anything where you can touch a customer in the digital world. So websites, uh, uh, pay-per-click social media, uh, programmatic advertising, which is really growing by leaps and bounds over the past year or so, um, making sure their, their, um, uh, their online directories are correct with, you know, the, the all importance of Google. Yes. Um, so making sure that everything is, is correct, but, um, also creating the ads, creating the content, um, for people to, learn more about those those local franchisees and learn more about their brands and really help get them found when it comes to uh, you know anything that a customer of theirs might be looking for and yeah that, that you just said a lot of things there those are yeah. uh, right it, it's, it's a ton I, I mean the um the number of places where you can touch a customer just grows every week mm-hmm. you know um I, I can remember back in the 90s, we used to talk about media becoming fragmented because 
you know, we went from three television networks to, you know, now there's 12 or there's, there's 30 cable networks. And we really right. thought that that was fragmented and how are we ever going to reach consumers, mm-hmm. you know, across all of these different channels? Well, jump ahead 20 years and, and that was nothing compared to now. Oh boy. Um, so, but there are a few places where, where we know we need to focus. Um, we know if you're trying to sell anything to anyone in America and most countries around the world, you need to have a presence on Facebook. Absolutely. And you need to be able to be found when someone goes searching uh, for your business or for your product or, or whatever type of food or service you have. When they go searching for that, there's pretty much one place that, uh, that they're going to go to these days. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we need to make sure that, uh, that our customers are being found when someone does a Google search. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mentioned programmatic and, and a few other things. Uh, that's sort of a new area where we can reach people based on um, uh, not the action that they're taking right now on social media or or on a search platform, but really reaching out to consumers based on who they are and what their activities are. And where are they? Are they are they across the street at Lenox Square Mall? We can target them with an ad. Yes. Um, are they a certain demographic or do they... Do they own a home or do they rent? Mm. We can find out that information and, and target them with an ad. So, And thanks for breaking that down because I, I do think that all the social media sites and everything, it gets very confusing to the average person. Oh, it's it's confusing to us so-called thought leaders. And, and, um, Fair enough. You know, and, and I use the term thought leader. That just means I've been doing it longer than anybody else. So, yeah. yeah. So tell me about that. What is your background? Well, I started many years ago in um, radio in the Chicago area, and uh, that sort of translated into some some media analysis and uh, public relations work that I was doing. Okay. And um, somewhere about 15 or so years ago, I was working with a firm that uh, did public relations and, and media analytics, mm. and we started looking at, um, at what we now call social media, but back then it was, you know, things like MySpace and the oh Facebook. Oh my goodness, you're dating us. Yeah, back yes. when it was called the <laughs> Facebook. And, um, and we were looking at that thinking, you know, wow, um, this isn't just for college kids someday. And, and there will be a way to reach people without having to go through um, the newspaper or the or the uh, television stations or the radio stations mm. which a lot of brands see as cost prohibitive mm-hmm. and uh, and you know if you want to if you want to reach someone through a newspaper article there's many editors and reporters and, and publishers that you have to go through to get your message out yes um, so we started saying you know maybe this isn't just uh, something where people can talk about what music they like and uh, and you know what they're having for lunch, but it's actually something that that a brand or a small business could use to to reach their customers. So, mm-hmm. um, so that uh, we did that for a while, and you know we we were calling it online marketing, or or then then the new term came around. We want to reach these guys called bloggers, right? <laughs> and uh, and and uh, the company uh-huh. I was with at the time was already pretty well entrenched in the franchise space, doing public relations work with, uh, with franchise mm-hmm. systems. So we thought, wouldn't it be interesting if we could set up Facebook pages? And then this new thing came along called Twitter. Um, 
and we said, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if we could help franchise brands, not just at the sort of national level, but down at the local level with, with all of their uh, franchisees and, and, uh, and their local businesses as well? Makes sense. And, and actually, you hit on something here. Uh, so we've got our franchisor, we have our franchisees. Yes. Franchisees, generally speaking, is localized. Mm-hmm. It is. So tell us, how do you help the franchisors? And then how do you help the franchisees? That's a great question. One of the things that I love about working with Kigo is we work with all of our clients on both of those levels. So okay. we work with the franchisor really on the strategic side, um, making sure the key messages are correct, making sure the content is appropriate and correct and on message and all of those fun things that chief marketing officers lay awake at night, you know, fearful of. <laughs> um, but really when it comes to implementation and execution, that really happens on that local level. So, mm. um, so we work with the franchisees to make sure that whether it's a, a pay-per-click ad or a Facebook post or an Instagram ad, if they're doing that, to make sure that um, there is some sort of localization yeah. um, that's happening with that piece. Uh, we also write an immense amount of content that goes on their websites, lots of articles and blogs written for the franchisees. Mm. Um, so all of that stuff is on message and it's it's the same brand message that the CMO wants to wants to have out there but then we localize it um, through some some various means and tactics to uh, to make it relevant for that local person in let's say Austin Texas where uh, uh, where our first guest was Victoria uh, Victoria um, so we can we can take a piece of content and make it relevant for uh, for Victoria's neighbors in Austin Texas we could take that same piece of content, and again, whether it's on a blog, whether it's on a website, whether it's a Facebook post, and make it relevant to my friends and neighbors in Chicago. So mm-hmm. that's the that's really the key thing for me is you can't just um, push the same thing out and and say that it's local. You've got to do something with that to uh, drive an action to a local phone number, or mm-hmm. even more important. Um, have a link to a website for that local franchisee mm. where someone can click on it and then they can, you know, order something, schedule an appointment or, or whatever they need to do or, um, you know, drive some call to action that's local. I like that. And I mean, reality is, is on the franchisor level, you are establishing that that brand, uh, let's just say nationally or internationally, but that franchisee is still a small business owner. And we're going to be talking about yeah. that a little bit later yeah. too, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a franchisee in Austin, Texas, you're a small business owner and your customers and the consumers in your market really don't care what's happening with some other franchisee in Georgia or Illinois or somewhere else. Exactly. You know, to to that consumer, you are the brand. That's right. And as that local franchisee and small business owner getting involved in the community, and uh, and having that local presence yeah, very, yeah, important. very important, uh, and so uh, the value of your services uh, abs- absolutely. So let's take a step back uh, in this mystery of social media. What are some of the trends we're starting to see in social media that relates to franchising? Well, the good news is I think we have everybody on board that social media is here to stay, <laughs> and it's not going anywhere, and we need to figure it out. Um, 
for many years, as anybody in franchising and lots of other spaces will will remember, um, there was there was a lot of thought that well, I don't really have to worry about Facebook because give it another year and something else is going to come along and replace it, right. and uh, and you know let's just continue uh, doing yellow page ads, <laughs> right? And uh, um, that was you know there was a lot of thought about that for, sure. for many years in two thousand nine. Uh, my co-host Deb and I hosted the first tweet up for the International Franchise Association annual convention. It was in San Diego that year. Mm. And we had nine people show up. <laughs> there were nine people in franchising in 2009 that were actually reading anything on Twitter and actually were at the convention and, and came down and, and joined us in the lobby of whatever hotel that was to, right. to get together to talk about social media. <laughs> um, Fast forward to 2017, mm-hmm. and we have entire events and conferences and tracks that are focused on digital marketing Amazing. for franchising and specifically social media for franchising. Yes. And um, uh, we're really pleased that it's it's gone that direction. And I think the only reason that it has gone that direction for all brands inside and outside of franchising is because it's working, mm-hmm. right? Um we were no longer thinking about vanity metrics like, you know, how many likes do I have today? And how many, <laughs> how many fans do we have? Um, those are nice, but most business people, especially small business owners, mm-hmm. really don't care unless it's helping them sell more pizza. That's right. So, um, so the fact that it's still important and, and it's still growing means that somewhere out there it's working. Absolutely. Question for you. Uh, one of the hottest topics for any franchisor is development, right? Yes. So um, we know that. And there are conferences that specifically focus on that. Springboard just happened. Uh, are, yes. are you at the, the conference happening this week? Yes. The uh, the Franchise Leadership and Development Conference mm-hmm. here in, uh, in Buckhead. That's right. Just across um, the street. Kicking off Wednesday afternoon. So yes. if you're attending, please swing on by. There's an opening reception. I believe it starts about 530 or 6 on Wednesday. And then the conference goes Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Some great speakers there this year. Scott Stratton, mm-hmm. who's a, 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 you know, visionary futurist. I know he hates that word, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but that's, I don't know how else to describe him. He's right. probably the best keynote speaker I've ever seen at a conference, and I'm so glad he's speaking here this week. So kudos um. to Franchise Update for getting him to speak this year. Mm-hmm. And the other keynote is uh, a, a guy by the name of Shaquille O'Neal. Who's that? Um, he's uh, he's kind of new to franchising. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but, but he's, he's not new to, uh, you know, being a champion and, uh, and I can't wait to, to hear him speak. I believe that's on Thursday as well. Admittedly so. We invited Shaq to be on the show, <laughs> but we don't think he'd fit in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell him I was going to be here today, right? That so, was the problem. Like, oh, oh my goodness. Not enough goodness. room for Jack and Shaq. <laughs> yeah. Shaq, if you're listening, we remodeled the studio just for you. Yeah. We, we raised the roof. <laughs> Uh, so obviously conferences around franchise development, very important. So what advice would you give to those franchisors when it comes to developing? I, I would say when it comes to developing, you've got to work with the consumer marketing side. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to marketing digitally, 
your franchise development plans. Um, the consumer side has probably already worked out a lot of the kinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see a lot of brands that have a completely separate web page for franchise development that has nothing to do with their brands page. And I think that's, that's a big waste. Mm-hmm. And you really could be helping each other out by working together on that site. Yeah. Um, same with any social media platforms. There are brands who have um, a Facebook page devoted to selling franchises for that brand. And I give them all the credit in the world for developing that and working on it and, and saying, hey, we're going to, we're going to, you know, make an impact here in social media for developing our, our franchise. However, you're kind of missing the boat that before you talk to a, a potential candidate, they have already researched you, checked out your website, searched you how many times, gone to your Facebook page, mm-hmm. checked out your reviews on Yelp. They want to know, is this a brand that I want to be connected to before that brand development person even knows that that guy exists? Mm. So you should really be working with the rest of the brand and, and, you know, using that magic that they already have on Facebook to, um, to, you know, uh, try to develop more candidates. And who knows? You may actually have some candidates who are already customers. Uh, that, that happens with uh, with some, not with everyone. Um, but my perfect Facebook page when it comes to franchise development is is a great brand page that has a lot of great local Facebook franchisee pages connected to it. Mm. That's, that's sort of another topic, but you've got to have a, a local Facebook page for every location. Um, lots of reasons behind that, including Absolutely. SEO and and just making sure that you can be found and making sure that your customers see you as an open business. Um, but the, the perfect storm, I think, for franchise development on social is to have all of that going. And then somewhere on that Facebook page, there's also um, you know, somewhere else where you can you can click through to to get to that franchise development call to action. Call to action, yes. Um, but when it comes to franchise development, it isn't it isn't as easy as consumer marketing. You can't mm-hmm. just set up a, a Facebook page or or put out some tweets and, and hope that people are going to see it. You're going to have to spend some money and advertise. Understand. Um, that's the part where we sometimes lose a few people out of the conversation because they think social media is free. Right? <laughs> it's on the internet. It's free. Um, why do I have to pay? Well, if you want to reach the right people and franchise development is all about talking to the right people. Mm-hmm. So if you know that your best candidates are women between 34 and 55 who used to work in this industry, who live in you know a certain state or county, there's no better way to find those people than on Facebook because we can drill down and find exactly the right group of people that we can serve and add to. Yes. Um, and, and you may have different demographics for different, um, uh, for different types of people across the country. We can serve different ads to those people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got a good database of candidates, uh. we can actually serve ads to those specific people on Facebook and some other, uh, and some other platforms. So it's a great way to serve up a message to someone who you just met at, let's say the, uh, the franchise expo in New York uh-huh. in, in uh, June of this year, you've got one ad that you're going to serve up to those folks. 
Then you've got another group of people that are further down in your pipeline mm-hmm. that are they're getting close. They're not quite closed yet. They're in that decision-making process. Mm-hmm. They're very aware of who you are. So let's not waste any time with you know some awareness ad. Uh, but we want to reach out to those people and and try to get them to get on the phone with us one more time mm-hmm. or to reconsider something else. Or maybe you've got another group of people in your database that um, that were interested two years ago and then they disappeared. Well, we can... That happens sometimes. Yes, it does. The Houdini right? Act. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we've we've got some magic. To, to yeah, go find bring on the magic, and, uh, <laughs> and we can reach out. to Wait, those that's not Shaq. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, we can uh, we can we can reach out to those people as well and, yes. and try to bring them back into the fold. So Excellent. there's lots of things you can do with paid advertising and social that you just can't do by you know putting up a post that lots of people won't see. Well, huge need there. Um, um, obviously, a wonderful service to the franchise community on a franchisor level as well as a franchisee level. Um, I'm sure you've piqued a lot of interest in just everything that you've just shared. So how would someone go about reaching out to you and learning more? Sure. The best uh, the best way to reach us is on our own website. It's kigo.com. How do you spell that? Again, Q-I-I-G-O dot com. <laughs> uh, just give us a search. We'll, we'll come up first, I guarantee. Um, uh, Kigo dot com is the best place to uh, to reach out to us and we can have a conversation there. Um, if you've got a, uh, a message or a question for me directly, um, the best place to get me is on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn all day, every day. So uh, shoot me a message on LinkedIn and... Uh, and let's and make sure we, people know how to what your name is. It's Jack, yeah, Jack Munson, Munson. M-O-N-S-O-N. Excellent. And uh, give me a search on on LinkedIn. You should you should be able to find me pretty easily there too. I found you. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> We're LinkedIn buddies. I really appreciate all of the uh, the wisdom. Um, and you're, as you like, like you said, you're a thought leader here and just you're really sharing, uh, what's happening in the social media space and how we need to stay current and on top of it. Yes. And it's a it living, changes, breathing uh, thing. every <laughs> six to 12 months. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so if you missed the last, uh, big change, uh, don't worry about it. There's another one coming. Oh, well, good. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank and you looking for forward me. to the conference this week, leadership, uh, the franchise leadership development yes. conference. Uh, and, Ken, so so good to have you back in the studio. It's good to be back in the studio. Yeah, good morning. Good I love the morning. new set. It is absolutely awesome. It looks great. Ken is here uh, with Social Joey. Social Joey is uh, it's not only sponsors Franchise Business Radio, but is also very active in the social media space. Uh, and I guess what I'd like to do is, is there anything before we move on to franchise news and what's taking place in the industry, anything you would like to add to that conversation? No, I think uh, Jack is, is an expert in the industry. And I know I found him on LinkedIn a couple of years ago. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and, Got some stalkers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I reached out. I was new to the industry and I was looking to um, learn a little bit. Sure. And so I reached out to, to Jack and, you know, occasionally we would see each other at a conference and just a, a friendship has kind of developed over over the last couple of years. And mm-hmm. he's been a great uh, kind of mentor 
to me in the, in the space here. No, yeah, it's it's, it's been a pleasure. I've I've enjoyed seeing you guys come on the scene and uh, and grow and uh, and your clients grow and and you know I think I think you guys are doing it right. It's um it's I know we want to talk about the conferences and so forth, and that's really the best place for anybody in this industry to build those relationships and learn. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've i been doing this for a long time. I'm going to learn more this week than probably anybody else because, <laughs> you know, you go and you yes. listen and, and you take it all in. Yeah, and uh, constantly learning and developing yourself. Yes. Right? That's the endless journey. Absolutely. Right. And mm-hmm. and before we move on to, to the announcements and yes. the different things going on in the franchise, do we have just a moment to talk about joint employer possibly? Yes, yes. For those of you who have been following uh, Save the Local and Business Act and and what the legal definition is around joint employers, we've got good news. Uh, and I know both of you are in D.C. Yes. I, yeah. Can mm-hmm. can share. What? Share the good news. Well, I mean, the good news is House House Bill 3441, the Savior Local Business Act, is, is now put before. It's not the... Uh, Put up for a vote yet, but the the support for that is extremely strong, mm. and it's across both aisles. So, yes, and I think just to give a little background around joint employer, please. Um, a couple of years ago, um, some unelected officials in the NLRB made a ruling, and they really tried to attach the the franchisor to the franchisee as a co-employer. Mm-hmm. And it was really kind of a big reach. And, and long story short, I know there was a, a judge about 11 months ago that put a temporary injunction in place until it could be resolved. Nice. And then uh, when the administration changed, um, that particular rule has been had rolled back. But H.R. 3441 is a permanent measure that we're trying to get put into place to really protect that franchisee franchisor relationship. Absolutely. Uh, and do it. And I got to tell you the the franchise action meeting was held last September, you know, about a month ago in Washington DC. It was my first time, my first opportunity to to go to the hill and uh-huh. and Jack was there who is an old hat at the Yeah, I I love that event. You know, outside of being a, a franchise geek and a and a marketing geek, I'm also kind of a political geek. So my world's all sort of converge <laughs> on that on that event. Um I, I think Ken, one of the things you said um that was really important this year that we haven't seen in previous years was the um was the openness by um, both sides of the aisle, mm-hmm. shall we say, um, uh, to, to speak about this. Um, I come from Illinois, so I met with uh, congressional leaders from Illinois. Um, not a lot of Republicans in Illinois these days, um, <laughs> but we had some very, very good discussions with um, uh, Congressman Brad Schneider uh, of Illinois and also Congressman Bobby Rush, oh. who no one would have ever said, you know, is going to be part of this uh, this you know legislation with um, with the IFA and, and pro business and so forth. However, it's a very common sense piece of legislation, and and we we didn't find too many people that didn't see that sensibility. Yes, yeah. And, and I saw the same thing. Being from Tennessee, I was able to to go out and and reach out to all the representatives and senators in Tennessee. Even though I'm only from one district representative, yes. which is kind of interesting because they um, they really want to meet you if you're from their district mm. and visiting Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that everybody else that we met with was extremely polite, wanted to hear what we had to say. But when you're from the district, 
they perk up a little bit. Yes. That you came to DC. Yes. And especially if you're a small business owner. Yes. The the most important Mm -hmm. people to bring to DC in this annual event are are not the suppliers or even the franchisors. Mm It's the franchisees. That's who the congressmen and senators want to hear from. They're yeah. they're they're owners, they're they're voters, and they're uh, they're employers. That's right, and they're small business yes. owners, and that's the acknowledgement, right, that we were um, looking to achieve. And, exactly. Uh, I do know that the IFA, the International Franchise Association, which is the world's largest and old, oldest organization representing franchising worldwide, did send out a letter. Just uh, basically to commend and say, you know, thank you for for acknowledging this and, mm-hmm. and allowing, like you both have said, the two sides to come together around that. And in today's uh, political environment of extremism on either side yes. and polarization, this has been a, um, a well-received piece of legislation. So yeah. we believe that when it gets introduced, it should go through. Yeah. Yeah, we should have we should have some success this year. I I, I I can feel it. Good news. I like good news, especially with all the crazy bad news we've been hearing lately. Good yes. news is welcome. Uh, Ken, anything else yeah, going on? I got a, I got a couple of announcements that I'd like to to make our listeners aware of. Uh, about four here today, actually this evening on uh, October tenth at six o'clock tonight, the Women in Franchising Network, Women's Franchise Network. Yep is going to be hosting their quarterly meeting uh, here in Buckhead. It's at the City Club. And you can go to their Facebook page. The event information is all out there, and that's um, IFA WFN ATL. If you just put that into the Facebook search bar, it'll take you right to that, that page. Also, as Jack had already mentioned, and we'd already discussed a little bit, the Franchise Leadership and Development mm-hmm. Conference is happening uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. That's the 11th through the 13th of October. In Buckhead again. But everything, yep. <laughs> everything's, everything's in Buckhead. here. Right. Well, the next event after that is Frantech. And we're going to have to fly out to San Diego to uh, to participate in that one. And that's uh, October 19th and 20th. So when Jack uh, gets on a plane at the end of this week, he just gets to go home for a couple of days and Right. And then get back on the plane again. And then back to a conference. Uh, that's going to be a great conference, though. Um, I've got a panel on Thursday with a couple of terrific franchisors, uh, Dan Durney from Kicks Mobile and Ben's Marketplace, as well as Mike Powers from Painting with a Twist. <laughs> and we're talking about how to, uh, how to use social media to generate uh, candidates and franchise leads. I do like that. Very nice. Mike McDowell, our general manager, will also be attending and uh, and to be a panelist as well. And And, so we're looking forward to it. And Frantech, uh, obviously, what what is that around? Um, It's serving franchisors, franchisees. Yes, it's... um it's really an innovation conference. There, okay. are, there are three tracks, marketing, franchise development, and operations. So it isn't just a marketing conference anymore. There are um, lots of things for your ops team or your franchise development team to participate in as well. So, But it's really about innovations, whether it's something digital or a piece of technology or, or something like that. Um, We've got uh, some great speakers and, and uh, panelists are mostly CEOs and, and CMOs of, of franchise brands right. talking about these innovations. And Mike McDowell, who usually is in the studio with us and with Social Joey, he's going to be on the panel as well. He does have a panel at the conference, yes. Wonderful. And I'm sorry he's not here with us today. Uh, I believe he's a new father. 
Yeah, he is. He's vacationing this week. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, good. He's earned it. <laughs> well, he may have earned it, but he doesn't really get to use it all the time because we're reaching out to him tomorrow for, for a little bit of his time. Understood. Understood. Well, that, that, shout out to you, Mike. Um, I We hope you're listening, but then again, we hope you are not if you're on vacation, right? <laughs> we want the best for you. Excellent. Anything else? And, and Ken, just you know, for those, obviously, Social Joey, you've been a wonderful sponsor. How would someone learn about your services? Great question. Thanks. Um, socialjoey.com is the best place to go. And if anybody would like to get in touch with me, uh, there's a couple of ways. I'm Ken at socialjoey.com, K-E-N, or phone, uh, and you can call me at 423-987-6311. Can we track you down on LinkedIn? I am there as well. <laughs> Let's all get LinkedIn together. Well, great show, a wealth of knowledge and information. Uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, I'm just kind of curious. I don't know. Victoria, are you still out there? I am. Oh, I've been enjoying this. Great. Well, I, uh, I, anything you would like to add um, or takeaways from, from that conversation? No, I thought it was very interesting, um, specifically when Jack was speaking. Um, I find the company in general very interesting. I mean, I am from self-disclosed here. I am from the millennial generation. And so I do uh, obviously have an interest in the connections in social media Absolutely. when you were speaking about the Facebook, right? So um, I do find it interesting and it gives perspective. His organization really gives perspective um, from both parties, right? Not only from the franchisees, uh, but from the franchisors. And I hadn't heard of that. So definitely had a few takeaways. Wonderful. Though that's the purpose of the show, and I, I do want to say this: that um, you know, as the host of Franchise Business Radio, the reason why we put this show together was to be a platform for bringing together franchise professionals and resources to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community. So, um, so you just validated that for us, Victoria. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Uh, this is Pamela Curry. I am not only the host of Franchise Business Radio Show, but I am also uh, the co-founder and a franchise advisor with my company, Franchise Intellect, which you can also find online at www.franintellect.com. You'd be surprised how many people don't know how to spell intellect. Uh, <laughs> it's easy, for, easy to forget that L, right? And uh Along with Victoria, Jack, and Ken, and Mike McDowell, I am on LinkedIn as well. Uh, just feel free to connect with me. Uh, Pamela Curry, and Curry is spelled C-U-R-R-I-E. Phone number 847-970-8765. And I do specialize in helping clients who are looking into franchise business ownership. Thanks, everybody. Great show. Really appreciate your, your insight. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for joining Pam Curry and her guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, a full-service franchise consulting and development firm. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Social Joey, the social media experts that provide a hyper-local presence for your franchise. More info at SocialJoey.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com.
Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. At Harry's, we keep it simple. We make sharp, durable blades and offer them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We obsess over quality so much that we do crazy things, like buy a German razor blade factory. So give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for only three bucks with free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter five at checkout. That's harrys.com code five. There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living Mattresses, now $250 off. Expect no pressure. Just support from the Haverty Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com. 